My name is Dr. Don Sin. I'm the Deputy Chief Editor of the European Respiratory Journal. Today, I'm joined by Professor G.B. Migliori to discuss his latest paper entitled The Path to Tuberculosis Elimination, A Renewed Vision, which is published in the June edition of the ERJ. Professor Migliori is currently the Head of Clinical Epidemiology of the Respiratory Disease Services and Director of the WHO Collaborating Center for Tuberculosis and Lung Diseases at Majori Care and Research Institute in Trudate, Italy. He is also an honorary professor at the Queen Mary University in London, UK. His major research interests are in the prevention, diagnosis, treatment, and the control of tuberculosis. And he has been a key opinion leader in tuberculosis spanning many decades. Professor Miori is also the chief editor of the International Journal of Tuberculosis and Lung Disease, and currently the section editor for the ERJ. Good morning, Professor. Many thanks for joining us today and for your many years of service for the TB community. Thank you very much, Don. Uh, it's really a pleasure to speak with you and with friends. Very good. In the article, you state that the goal of TB elimination was launched by the WHO and ERS back in 2014. What progress have we made since then? And what is the current burden of TB worldwide? This is a very important question. The progress has been less brilliant in the last couple of years than it was forecasted. And, and there, there was always a line going down of about minus 2% per year. But then following COVID, so in the two COVID years, 2020, 2021, there was a kind of larger decline simply because many anti-TB activities were not working. So case finding was, was lowered, was diminished, and some countries notified from 10 to 40% less than in previous years. And from 2021 in part, and now 2022, there is a resurgence of the notifications. So for the first time after decades, the line, instead of going down, starts to go up a bit, which means some of the cases which were undetected now are, are traced and, and detected. So we know that the principle of TB control is trying to diagnose as many infectious cases as possible rapidly and render them non-infectious through treatment. Treatment, right? And at the moment, we have about 10.6 million cases with 1.6 million deaths, unfortunately, still, with a little bit less than half million multidrug resistant tuberculosis cases and 1.7 billion infections. And with COVID, uh, TB has re entered the top 10 causes of death, and it was preceded. Now, th those are behind. Uh, are the kidney diseases, cirrhosis, and the car accidents that I had and now are, are behind. So TB is again back in the top 10 causes of death that is largely preventable death. So we have a lot of work to do still. Can you share with our audience some of the uh, initiatives that you've been part of that have been successful in reducing the burden of TB worldwide? Can you maybe provide us with an example? Sure. So I will eventually provide two because one is of historical interest, but as the ERS very much on the front line. So when I was secretary general during my mandate, so that 
I had the chance to organize from the side of ERS with the WHO at the time, the director of the Global Tuberculosis Unit at TB, uh, the GTB is called, was Mario Raviglione. And we organized in 2013 in Rome a conference for all the countries at low incidence, so-called low incidence countries for TB, right? Which means an incidence of less than 10 cases per 100,000 or mm. 100 cases per million, right? Mm. And the idea there was that the, there was discussion uh, within these countries. Some other countries which were, were more or less in this area were also invited to be countries like Brazil, etc., which were mm. likely to join that mm. threshold soon. And the, let's say, a, a kind of, of plan has been developed which was subsequently published in EJ in 2014, uh, the famous WHO framework for tuberculosis elimination, which, let's say, defined the eight areas, eventually we'll speak later, which these eight mm. areas are, but which are the eight key areas which are necessary to eliminate tuberculosis. And that very day in which the paper was launched, there was one million access in a single day mm. to the WHO website, which was unprecedented, mm. because this concentrative elimination is really something uh, very, you know, a strong, mm-hmm. strong, a strong concept. The other, uh, let's say, another example that eventually started mentioning, we can eventually go a little bit later into details, is that if countries plan for it, they can uh, try to to approach this threshold, right? And mm-hmm. uh, one of my activities is to support countries in develop their national strategic plans mm-hmm. and also helping them to get funding from the Global Fund when possible, etc. And one of the countries which is in a very good position to reach this pre-elimination threshold. So we say elimination mm-hmm. is less than one case per million, pre-elimination less than 10 cases per million is Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Lebanon in the Emro Eastern Mediterranean region, together with that, the other countries, the Gulf, they have a favorable epidemiology where sometimes, you know, the incidence is much lower in native-born than in migrants, and Lebanon has a lot of migrants because there are all the refugee mm. camps from the war from Syria, etc., etc., etc. And Lebanon is really on the way to approach TB elimination because they planned, let's say, in the next five years to move from a level of, let's say, 97 cases per million, which means overall nine times higher than the pre-elimination, mm-hmm. but with 42 cases per million in the native born, which means four times the threshold in five years in their own plan to go to half of it. Mm. So overall, four times the threshold and with the natives, two times the threshold. And this is consistently, let's say, planned and the country is meeting the early targets. Mm -hmm. So it's a country that will do this. I'm sure we'll reach, not in five years, probably so in 10 years, this they, they will reach it. But there are also other countries we can discuss. This is something that in some countries is in the radar, let's say. Yes. Well, taking on that theme that despite progress, say in Lebanon and other countries, you state in the article that despite the advances, tuberculosis elimination remains a distant ambition. Yes. Why is that? I, I think we have tools that allows to, let's say, make some things. We have new diagnostics, new drugs. We are waiting for new vaccine. In a way, this is a piece which is still missing. We have still the old BCG, which does something, mm-hmm. but not that good. <laughs> but then we have factors which work against, right? And we have basically two kinds of factors. We have internal factors to the national program, the Minister of Health, the health system, if you want, which is the 
absence of planning mm -hmm. or the absence of a specific planning of countries to try to reach that target mm -hmm. and planning and funding right and although there is uh, quite a lot of initiatives mm -hmm. you know WHO is organizing often or is pushing countries to organize conferences with political commitment etc etc mm -hmm. let's say one of the latest most important of these conferences was organized let's say by the group and the country then a couple of years later has invaded another country and created a war, right? So the situation is a little bit uh, difficult in that sense. And then we have the external factors, mm -hmm. which are the wars, the COVID itself or the pandemics, the migration, which are a bit unpredictable. So it's, it's not in the possibilities of the program to prevent it. They can mm -hmm. just try to take some actions, but not to prevent. So those are two main, let's say, factors that go opposite to that dream. Yes. And as uh, I was reading your article, I was intrigued by the concept of the five-stage framework for near-term progress towards TB elimination. Can you explain what that is? Sure. I go quickly saying that the WHO in this famous framework has identified eight areas which are important, which are political commitment, the approach of vulnerable population, migrants, TB infection, MDR, surveillance, monitoring, evaluation, research, and the global support, right? However, the elimination is not for all countries. So not all countries can start moving towards one case per million, right? Mm -hmm. So elimination is different from eradication. Like polio means TB will disappear. So the idea is to keep TB that low that will not come out again like a, a, a problem. Yes. And it's not even NTB, the WHO strategy. NTB is just to reduce by 90%, 95% incidence and mortality in 2035 compared to 2015. This means that countries which have very high TB will reduce a lot. Those who have very little TB will reduce less because it's proportional. Mm -hmm. Elimination is a different thing. And this concept is, mm -hmm. even if a country has high incidence, cannot directly go into elimination, but can start doing some of these activities just to be ready and start making you know, progress that will reduce the gap. So the idea of, of this is to identify stages, uh, high incidence, moderate incidence, low incidence, near TB elimination area and pre-elimination area. So five stages yes. in which countries are, let's say, allocated based on their actual incidence. So it is very easy. And then identifying priority actions and key interventions which are possible in that very situation and which allow to make a step. Mm -hmm. So not only eight generic areas, but kind of specific actions and interventions per stage mm -hmm. in which each country can see what, what can be done. And this goes from High incidence should just fix the basics, mm. and a very low incident can prevent outbreaks, ensure a treatment of infection for everyone, and making these kind of things, which are possible when you have few cases a year. Mm -hmm. So this is the concept of it, and uh, the, the article contains a table which explains this and can be a useful issue for discussion because no official indications have come after, uh, let's say, 2000 14 from the WHO, and we hope this will be an issue for discussion and hopefully useful discussion. Okay. What um, the article seemed to be saying is that right now we we have most of the tools required to eliminate 
tuberculosis, such as therapeutics, case finding, yes. molecular diagnostic tests. Yes. But what may be lacking in certainly certain regions is the political will, the planning, and the implementation strategies. Is that correct? It is absolutely correct. And uh, we have seen we have these eight areas. Much progress was done on diagnostics. We have brilliant diagnosis, rapid, mm-hmm. uh, on regimens. We still miss a vaccine that is more effective. And this was expected by 2025, 10 years ago, and a couple more years are necessary to, to, to have it. Clearly, we need all these different components to work with. What is important is that probably the most important intervention, particularly when the incidence starts going down, is the area four, so the management of tuberculosis infection. Mm. And there's an historical article by Griboski and Stibolo that was published in Tubercle 1976, which demonstrated that in Alaska, etc., in the Eskimos, this population living in the north of Alaska, of Greenland, etc., it was possible to reduce the incidence by 17% per year. Clearly, those were villages, etc., so not large cities, and the intervention was massive. So all the people in these villages were screened, tested, mm-hmm. and then those positive treated. And clearly now WHO is recommended to go with risk groups, etc. But the more we lower the incidence, the more we can extend that mm-hmm. from risk groups to larger or larger risk groups or even to the entire population in some extreme cases, if you want. Mm-hmm. And this is the way we see the potential improvement towards this prelimination threshold. Excellent. In your personal opinion, do you think tuberculosis elimination is realistic or is it just a, a myth? Okay. We have examples of countries who reached TB elimination. For example, Cyprus mm-hmm. reached the, the level of the one case per million. Mm. We published it in, in the year 2014. But it's an island with a million inhabitants, a bit less, etc., a little bit protected from migration, etc. However, the few cases which were coming from, because uh, Cyprus has Greek, Greek ethnicity, right, from the other part of the island, migrants coming were just uh, able to move this a little bit up and down, etc. So migration can really modify easily these little little numbers. But this is possible, and um, clearly it, it's easy in places like Monaco or uh, Vatican City, etc., mm-hmm. which are not large countries. <laughs> so the problem is how can large countries do that? And we have seen that there is a bulk of countries in those who are called low incidence, so less than 10 per 100,000 mm. population, which means less than 100 per million, that if plan properly like Lebanon is doing, etc., will reach at least a prelimination, 10 cases per million, at least in some subgroups. This is absolutely feasible. Which are these subgroups? Children, natives born, and it's possible to have this preliminary also for, for MDRTB. Eventually, not possible to have in the overall population for the moment because this is unpredictable. So rich countries are attracting people. So, But in the native, that where you can act, then this is possible in children because if you do proper prevention, you create TB generation free, let's say future newborn, etc. Mm-hmm. And MDR is possible to reduce below the, the 10 per million. The point is that some resources are needed, not dramatically many, but some, and political uh, will is absolutely uh, necessary. Thank you. Are there any 
parting thoughts or ideas that you would like to convey to our audience today? Yes, the message is that everyone can do something to try to push us in a way that countries can plan for TB elimination. So mm. we made a survey that was published in EIJ some maybe seven years, eight years ago on the situation of the Western European countries, which has demonstrated that this decline that Europe faced was spontaneous. So improvement of socioeconomical conditions, good services, but there's not a plan. So some areas were not covered very well. For example, supervision is not done in the majority of countries, or there are other areas which are not covered, right? Mm -hmm. Through planning, we can accelerate and try to implement some of these elements we have in the famous table with the, so the five categories of countries, etc. And this is important. We need investment and also TB does not know any any border, right? That the rich country should help the poor country. Mm -hmm. And this will, will favor this global collaboration that is area eight. And through that, more resources will be available and the collaboration will also allow the low incidence countries to keep expertise because also expertise is something which is going to be lost due to the rarity of, of the cases in our countries, the more and more so now. Few old people tend to be those who know, know TB, think TB, and uh, we need to keep through this cooperation the expertise in our own lucky countries, like to, to know how to manage this disease. I think these are the main messages. Well, thank you for a very optimistic vision of tuberculosis. I want to thank Professor G.B. Migliori for his uh, latest article, The Path to Tuberculosis Elimination, a Renewed Vision, which can be accessed on erj.ersjournals.com, where the full article is published in the June edition of the ERJ. Once again, thank you, Professor. It was my pleasure. A great day to everyone.